My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. This week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Corbs. I'm Jack. That's right. We're all back around the table for a very, very special holiday. Nope, not holiday. Fuck you guys. Christmas episode. Wow. Well, I can live with that. Yes. You went there, didn't you? Yes. I, only because I don't want to have to think about it before I say it. Gotcha. And that's that's just my go-to. Happy Kwanzaa Hanukkah. Exactly. And all the rest of them. I, I don't know the whole yeah. list. I'm an atheist, and I still call it Christmas. Agreed. Same that's here. what it is. Yes. See, we were having our holiday Christmas party at work, and I was at the Kwanzaa table the other day, which was weird. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what about that? Well, that was interesting. <laughs> yep. Thanks for the sharing. Thank you. <laughs> Is that R2-D2? Yes. That, that's to tell me that it's time to start with Star Wars spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just so y'all know, um, oh. if you wanted any Star Wars spoilers, you got them from the... Force Awakens episode we did, and we will no longer be discussing the new film in any kind of detail until at least the end of January. I think that's a good call. Thank so you. that's also a Merry Christmas to all of you that Haven't seen couldn't it get out there the day of, like, you and I. I'm going the on Monday night. night. <laughs> that, the day that, of. that sounds like a horror movie. It's <laughs> from like 1970. It's, a, it's a children's book from 1970. <laughs> Let's start. The opening day, I guess. Day of sounded weird. That was, yeah, yeah. That was me talking the words real good again. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get this train back on the rails. <laughs> Gentlemen, what's got you geeked? Well, I am geeked, first of all, uh, about something we haven't really talked about here. Uh, it's not Christmas related, but uh, I just found out this morning that Amazon has renewed The Man in the High Castle for a second season. Now, has anybody watched this? Not no? yet. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away. What I will tell you is uh, it's based on a novel by Philip K. Dick, and he is generally known yeah. for... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, if you abbreviate that, it's it's P.K. Dick. P.K. Dick? Yeah. Some, I, you've done that once or twice before, haven't you? No, <laughs> I like how you're just being serious, like, Philip P. Tate, um, He wasn't even listening, so he, <laughs> he just heard Dick and he started giggling. Anyway, um, he, he's traditionally known as a science fiction writer, one of the, the greatest of all time. Uh, you probably haven't heard his name because he's the guy that writes the big ones that win. <laughs> Hugo, <laughs> Hugo's a Nebula Awards, you know, been around forever, but... Um, you know, it's, uh, it's not like, I don't want to put a sci-fi, good, really good sci-fi writers don't generally get the name recognition Stephen King does, because nobody makes good sci-fi movies and things like that, so you don't really hear their names, you know, uh, Philip Gra uh, K. Dick, Ursula Grant, people like that, you just don't generally hear about them, which is a sad state. Anyway, uh, aside, 
Um, the premise of this at least seems to be, and I've not read the book, so I don't know. I've only seen the first season. It seems to be an alternate history of the or alternate history of Earth, where the Nazis won World War Two, and everything else has been wiped out. Our the history we, as we know it, and the U.S. is controlled uh, in one half. The uh, eastern side, all the way to the Rockies, is controlled by the Nazis. It's uh, the American Reich, and the West Coast is controlled by Japan. They're called the Pacific States, and they have the Rockies as basically a, a neutral buffer zone between the two. And even though they were sort of allies, there are very strong political... I mean, <laughs> some of the Germans want to take over the, the entire country. Japan, uh, because they're, you know, so based in honor, you know, they feel like they, they belong there, but they're not strong enough to beat the Nazis, is the truth of the matter. Now, the crux of this, there's two things. One... Hitler is very old, has, um, I believe, Parkinson's, he has some disease. He, he still seems all right. I mean, we've only really seen him once in the show. He still seems like he's not going to die tomorrow, but he's not going to be around much longer. And within the Nazi party in Germany, there's a lot of jockeying for who's going to control. And who it, it, it's kind of scary because the people who have the most power are also immediately going to go to war with Japan if this happens. And there are people within the Nazi party that don't want to do that. Some that are tired of all the killing, some that regret what happened during the war. And they just, they'd rather see things stay the way they are. Japan, on the other side, is trying to put on a good show, but there's people within Japan that realize they need to prevent Japan from going to war with Germany because they can't possibly win. So there's the political aspect of it. There's also a more fantastical aspect. Somebody who's called the man in the high castle is producing films. And uh, Hitler is obsessed with them. He's actually collecting them, sending the Nazis out to kill the resistance and collect these films, which seem to be newsreels and seem to show the true history of the Allies winning the war, Germany being taken down, and nobody knows how he's making those films because they, they look too real. They show presidents they've never, they've never seen, like John F. Kennedy and things like that, that never existed in this reality. So, it, first of all, it's a pretty good show. Um, acting's good. Uh, the, the premise is really good, and there was no real science fictiony elements until the very last episode. And I don't even know how far it's going to go because they, they didn't really tell us. We, they didn't explain what we saw. But I thought it was interesting that it's a sci-fi show, but you wouldn't know it. So if you're not into sci-fi, you might not necessarily be turned off on it. I think there are people that may not like sci-fi, but, but could get into an alternate history show because it still seems like it's very based in reality. Uh, fascinating show. Uh, good stuff. Check it out if you, you haven't already. If you have Amazon Prime, the entire season's up for free. Um, just watch it. And that I'm sounds awesome. It, does it, it is really good. Being a history major, I like to see all this. Oh, yeah, stuff. that should be right up your alley. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you have Amazon Prime? I do not. Where else can you watch it for free? Like, who's, you said no good way. acting. Who's, is there any known actors? Uh, there are a couple. Um, and I cannot remember. Rufus Sewell is in it. Okay. Does that sound familiar? He was in... Uh, movie with Heath Ledger there. What? Yeah. Oh, uh, Night's Tale. Tale. Yeah. He was the okay. antagonist. Oh, okay. Yes. He's the antagonist in that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And there's a few uh, people that play the high-ranking Nazis, which I swear I've seen somewhere before. I mean, they're probably the guys that always play high-ranking Nazis. Yeah. Uh, and everything. That's <laughs> How many episodes? Are they like uh, There's ten episodes. Hour episodes? Half hour? Hour. Oh. I'm interested. I might try that. I yeah, need a new um, show. I think you need Amazon Prime. I'm not aware that you can watch it anywhere else unless you torrent it. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's an Amazon exclusive. Yeah, they project. actually make it. So. When awesome. will their second season be out? They, they just announced it yesterday. Just announced it. They, so it's coming tomorrow. 
Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, after the show. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they they said that they don't know when it's going to be broadcast. I mean, they, they they haven't even started filming yet, so they just announced it was renewed. It sounds very cool. That's actually. awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Good. So yeah, look forward in about eight nine months. Eight yeah. Months. Okay. <laughs> eight nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're just popping in the oven. Well, we're talking about uh, Amazon, not you. Okay. <laughs> oh, you went there. Hey, if it was me, I'd been on four minutes. Don't feel bad. <laughs> that long, huh? Uh, all right. Has anybody ever heard of the sh- uh, website Superpower Beatdown? Yes. Okay. No. I've heard of it, but I would really like you to enlighten us on They this. do a lot of stuff with Bat in the Sun. Yes. That's, it's very, very cool. Um, I stumbled upon it the other day. Um, 17 episodes <coughs> we've had so far. Um, Marsha Ray, she's the host of it. She's pretty damn hot, so you can't go wrong with a hot host, which is always cool. Um, as you know, the show takes a place where they take two superpower legends and they make them battle one another, which is pretty cool. And it's kind of reminding me of the show um, Deadliest Warrior on Spike TV. I totally thought you were going to say Celebrity Deathmatch. Which is always good. And but, it's coming back. Is it? Um, but um, no, it's kind of like the Deadliest Warrior, but it's pretty well done how they do it. They go around and ask fans who they think will win, which I thought was cool. Um, I don't know if these are actual like real people fighting or is it CGI what they're using? It's real people. Bat in the Sun uh, Productions is a company that uh, has made a number number of short Batman films. They did uh, Batman versus the Alien. Uh, they started okay. they started off this whole thing. I believe started with like they did a Batman versus Darth Vader. They did. That was one of them yeah. I've seen. But what it was is the the guy who uh, directed the first one, the Batman versus uh, Alien, and then they did Predator. Mm-hmm. He was it was basically a test film because he wanted to direct the new Batman film. This is before Batman Begins. And uh, so he made this short film in order to try to impress the producers. And of course, you know, it, it, that didn't happen because Christopher Nolan came through and said, "I'm going to make Batman." Uh, but it, it's it, Bat in the Sun has kind of turned into its own thing. I don't think it was called that when they made those, but now it's Bat in the Sun, and mm-hmm. they basically mm-hmm. make internet videos that look like high quality movie. Well, that's what's um, cool about it. Like you just hit it on the head. One of my favorite was uh, Darth Vader versus Batman. Um, they've had 17 episodes, like I said, so far. I just saw Darth Maul versus Spider-Man. Oh, I saw a clip of that on Facebook. That was, yeah. It's very cool. Um, now they take um, to their website, they're voting. Their next one they'll have will be Optimus Prime versus Iron Man. Oh, that'll Ooh, be cool. How are they going to do that? I don't know. This is gonna. This is pretty cool. Like, um, I was telling Paul this. I know nothing about comic books except a couple things, but I'm learning as I go. Nightwing, as you all know, I love Nightwing. See, he already lied to us to get into the door. But, um... You know who he faced? He faced somebody named Gambit. I was like, who's Gambit? So I looked him up a little bit, and I knew a little bit more about Gambit. So I was like, this is pretty cool. This... I, know, I know about Gambit. I don't know that much about comic books. But, like, I'm learning as I go with these things. It's pretty neat. how they... And they have um, alternate endings. They had the Ryu versus the Green Power Ranger, which was, that was kind of stupid, that one. But they had um, Deadpool versus... There goes our endorsement right there. Yeah. You like you like the Green Power Ranger? I don't, I'm not a fan of any of that, but... Taking a sports side note, they were going to have the Green Power Ranger versus John Cena in a UFC fight for a couple years. That would have been pretty painful. Uh, but it, it's, Who did they say? You said they did Deadpool versus... Uh, Batman. I saw that one oh. where they, where um, Catwoman was tied yes, up, right? Yes. yes. That was really cool. Um, I didn't know that was a Bat in the Sun one. That was awesome. It's very cool. I watched that. I um, very cool how they're doing. Um, they had um, uh, um, Thor versus Superman. Yeah, that was okay. But the best one I would say so far was Darth Maul versus Spider-Man. It was the most recent one. It was really good. But it makes you think, um, who would you want to see? And I was thinking a little bit. I'll ask you guys. I would like to see maybe Bane versus the Hulk. 
That'd be kind of interesting. I don't see that lasting very long. It won't. I think the Hulk can kill him, but like without a doubt. But like I can come up with other ones, like Luke Skywalker versus I don't know. Like that's why I want to throw it out to you guys. Oh, that'd be a great fight, Luke versus who? I don't know, but like who would you guys want to see on this website? Like if you if they brought it up to you guys, like uh, Paul Corbs, who would you want to see? Who would you guys want to see? Well, first I'd be kind of impressed that they're going. They know us on a first name basis. <laughs> it would be badass, right? I don't know. I want to see Batman versus everyone. Batman vs. Everyone? At one time? Yes. See, they did the Batman vs. Darth Vader when they first did it. They had Darth Vader winning. Well, that wouldn't make sense to me. But I, I, I haven't seen the alternate ending. I just saw I just, this week that it came out. So yeah. I'm assuming they came up with a pretty plausible way for it. Because he was, he was doing really good. You know, it was, mm-hmm. only, it was really only a, a Vader pulling a whole force thing. Correct. You know, and uh, it was well done. Yeah. That was good. What about you, Corey? What would you want to see? Okay. I'm sorry. He's like nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't want to go to that website. Okay. It's like you <laughs> no, said I mean, though. They're they're great at graphics. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Deadpool, I think, would be versus anybody. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, I know he's on there. You've already said he's on there a couple times, but I don't yeah, know. I'm kind of a Deadpool fan, so my son is too. So Deadpool's cool. Yeah, my eight year old son likes Deadpool. So go, go <laughs> figure. Wow. Well, he likes it because he he's <laughs> edgy. <Look at> <laughs> He plays the Lego Marvel superheroes, oh, and he's man. like the main character in it. He's the one that directs you to where you're going, and at some point you actually... You know, th- there's some interesting marketing by Marvel. They take the guy that's about to star in an R-rated movie and have uh, introduce him to the kids in a really big way. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, exactly. So. An eight-year-old going around saying, Deadpool! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he wanted to be for Halloween this year, and I could not find a Deadpool costume. Yeah, so. you're in about the, a year off. In next the United year, yeah, that's what this, yeah. Yes, they will. I could find them, but they would come from China. Mm. And they're, and they're probably ridiculously expensive too. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, fifteen, twenty bucks, you could have them shipped for free, but it wouldn't be here till like November second. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Order it now. You'll have it in time for Halloween right. next year. Yeah. I mean, you could get it. You could get it like one or two day shipping, but it, the thing cost fifteen bucks, and the shipping was like sixty five dollars for overnight mm-hmm. shipping yeah. or one day, two day shipping or whatever it was. It was like ridiculous. So I just told him, I said, "Well, you could be Deadpool next year." He's like, "All right." He doesn't. He doesn't care. Nice. Any fight you want to see, Paul? Jack versus Paul, that's what I want to see. <laughs> Beat down. <laughs> no. I think I got him on the scales, but he's going to be way quicker than me. Uh, he's got me in the power, but I got the speed. <laughs> Once you get a hold of him, though, it's all over. Yeah, I don't say my fat ass on him, he's all done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember a teacher used to say that to us. <laughs> she used to say that to us growing up. You know, I wish uh, I'd known you were going to bring this up, because that's actually a really good question. I wish I'd had more time to think about it. We I can throw... If we you, should yeah. table that for another episode and everybody come back with, like, their pick for a fight. Yeah. And we don't have to keep it just, like, comic book heroes, so yeah. that way no. corpse can be involved. Anything in pop culture. <laughs> John McClane versus Rambo. There you go. Boom. Who was the one I saw? Like, it Justin was... Bieber versus everybody. In Bieber loses. Yeah. <laughs> the world wins. Who was that football player that got in trouble for all the dog fights? Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Michael Vick versus the Wolfman. Um... <laughs> Well, I'll leave you on this though. This was a good one. They had the Punisher versus the Red Hood. That was a pretty that good one. Sense. That was a good one. All right, that's all I got. But that had me geeked out. They have 17 episodes. I've watched like 10 of them already. They're pretty good. Slacker. Yeah. Should watch all of them by now. <laughs> I just stumbled on like Wednesday night. <laughs> just, just get out. Okay. And so what's got me geeked is the reason that I pushed us back this morning. Every year in my development, um. We have a celebrity. He the place he lives, not his personal development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took my shtick. I'm the one that does that shit to people. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so where we live here, and I'm not giving that away, 
right? We're right um, here there now. Yeah. Tatooine. We will we will publish Jack's address, but not mine. Yep. Six six six. Six six six. Six. Your phone number? What are you I don't know. Anyway, um, we we have a, a once a year we have a, a kind of a kind of a, a big deal celebrity come around and visit, and tonight is that night. Um, we have Santa Claus. Santa Claus comes around, and does personal in home visits. Easy Jack with the kids. He he brings a little gift for him. Spends a little time. Um, That's nice. That's kind of cool. Yes, and now if, if anyone has children listen, get them out of the room, and I'll explain the whole story. Give me a second, and five, four, three, two, one. Okay, yeah, we have uh, people, we go down in the morning to the community center, drop off the guests with the address and everything, and then they have a group of people that get driven around at night. They come up, do the whole big deal, ho, 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 up the driveway, and they sit down with them for a few minutes. You get a free photo op. The kids talk to them. They, they what's really cool is they ask you if there's any message you want Santa to, you know, personally deliver to the kids. So, I mean, these people are putting time in doing this, which is cool, and it's free as long as you've paid your dues for the community association. So it's 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 really cool. It's something we've done every year since the kids have been here. Obviously, we weren't having Santa come visit beforehand. Yeah, you were. I'll, I, we <laughs> should have. Like, I would have made him sit down for shots. That would have been great. Uh, Get him all liquored up, send him to the next place. <laughs> but that's just, every year that gets me geeked. Like, in, in the the window for dropping off the gifts, gifts and sign-up stuff was when we would normally record. So, sorry, but Santa Claus takes precedence over you guys. No, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I wish I could have Santa talk to my four-year-old and say, yeah, um, your mom and dad are about to throw all your gifts out. If you don't straighten your uh, butt up, it's the year for it, dude. Trust me, I I know. Yeah. Uh, she she likes to play uh, games on my phone at uh, bedtime. Oh, last no. night we stopped. We uh, went out and had dinner, and we stopped at Country Max because we hadn't been there yet. We we're curious about the place. She starts acting up, and then it goes, "Okay, I'm fine. No games tonight." She starts crying. I'm like you, need, yeah. You need to stop it right now, or you'll lose them tomorrow night. She now does not have games until Tuesday night. Wow. And, yeah. and nice. my wife was like, Avery, stop it. You know, you, you realize what you're doing. She, she cannot control herself right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. That's it's going a young kid thing it because is. my son's the same way. Like, you tell him not to do something and he sits in the corner and pouts. And you're like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, you're not going to have this. You're not going to do that. And he just, and he doesn't, he's, I mean, Grant, he, four. Mine's yeah. eight. Yours are young, too. Four. So, yeah. yeah so, I mean, 27. Jack's still in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's in the corner right now. <laughs> no, but you're right. Kids nowadays, like they think they can have everything in the world, and it's just like, no, you can't have that. Well, I, I think that's because we don't beat them. No. And you can't beat them. Speak anymore. for yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you, child and you, protective it, services. Yeah. I do not beat my child. <laughs> I mean, but but like you said, you, I, Paul, everyone, we grew up. Right. <laughs> you got your ass kicked for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Even in in stores, I mean, you were. Other people would just walk up and beat your ass. <laughs> well, your dad would give you that death stare, and you're like, okay, got to stay in line. Right. Okay, apparently that does work here, by the way. Kristen reported to me yesterday when I got home. She gives you that, a death stare? No, that doesn't work for me. I'm oblivious <laughs> to it. I, I never notice what's going on around here. I didn't notice the microwave wasn't working again for a day. So, <clears throat> um, is, there food, is there food in there? Are you to cook? Oh, shit. I did have ch- chicken nuggets in there yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. Dinosaur chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> but no, apparently now when Kylie's acting up for her, she threatens to call me at work, and everything comes to a halt. Wow. So apparently Kylie is, like, deathly afraid of me, so I've won somewhere. Oh, you are badass when it comes to little kids. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I frighten children. That, that's my claim to fame. I'm putting it on the business card. <laughs> well, my, my wife, uh, she has a very um, anti, you know, corporal physical punishment um, uh, stance on that. So obviously we have to raise our child together. And uh, even though I'm, I'm, I'm not for beating your kids, but right. I, I think that, you know, spankings and things like that, I, I do think that kids need to feel, I don't want to put this, she said she doesn't think our children should fear us. I believe that that's part of establishing um, respect. That that's how you learn respect before you can understand the concept. Maybe uh, I don't want to go on record as saying, "Yeah, you need to you know spank your kids all the time." But I think a complete lack of it going in the complete other direction creates a whole different problem, mm-hmm. and it creates a situation where you there's absolutely nothing you can do to to get your kid in line because they I mean they really have no consequences right. at the end of the day. Right. Agreed. Um, I don't know how to fix that. I don't think going to either extreme is right. the way to do it. What uh what is marginally working for us is isolating them to their bedrooms. Which I never understood because all of their shit is in there. the bedroom. Mm. How does it work? Because all the toys and everything, like Madison's caught on to it because she got sent to her room yesterday and I went to get her out. I swing the door open and she's in there just flipping through a book. I'm like, fuck, that doesn't work now. Uh, <laughs> you gotta send her to a different room then. Send her to my bedroom. There you there's go. Nothing. They'd just be bored. We don't even have a TV get in our room. Get a dog kennel. Oh, <laughs> oh no, because that. that, that's what I do. Like, my, if my son loses privileges, like either the computer or the PlayStation 3 or yeah, then I send him to his room because. There's nothing in it, not, there. not in his room. He doesn't even have a TV in there, so he can't watch TV or anything like that. So when I send him to his room, it, he knows it is that it's a punishment. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got his Legos and stuff in there, but not. But he knows that the, there's no TV, there's no electronic equipment in there for him to play with. So he knows it's punishment. And I, five minutes later, even give or take, it could be even two or three, and he's top of stairs. Dad, Dad, I'm sorry for doing what. I said, okay, come downstairs, and then we, then I talk to him about it, and I explain to him why he got sent upstairs. It's, you know, you, you punish them, but then you explain the reason why yes. they got punished. So they start to understand, I do this, this happens. And he does it, you know, it takes five or six times for him to understand it, but after a while, he has finally started to pick up on nice. when he's doing it. But And this concludes Parenting by GeekPod. <laughs> <laughs> nice. we, we, we've tested the theory on Jack. It works. It's failing miserably, <laughs> as you can tell. We want some dinner. You don't get dinner. I told you that. You ate last week. You're all But done. there's food up there. <laughs> the you ready for the spoilers? You got them queued up? <gasps> wow. <laughs> Dr. Phil makes an appearance. <laughs> pictures and everything. See, it's so funny you say that because he's actually Kylo Ren. Dr. Phil. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. There's a huge spoiler right there. That's a huge man right there. <laughs> that is a big man. Okay. That is definitely a big man. Oh. Oh, oh me? Yeah, you. The guy I was pointing at. You, <laughs> you did the Hulk Hogan, too. I thought you I thought you were doing the Scott Hall thing. Oh, yeah. Attitude there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so what's got me geek is this time of year is, is something that I enjoy. It's Christmas movies. Uh, I tend to watch, you know, everybody watches the, the typical ones. Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase, you know. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is a big one I like. Um, you can go, you can go anyways. I mean, uh, the one I like, the one I like that is not, it's not the, my favorite is, is Scrooge with Bill Murray. Oh, great movie, yeah, classic. So I actually it was on the other. It, last, now see, last year I didn't find it on TV anywhere. I was pissed. Really? I was pissed 
I love this movie. Every Christmas I have to watch this movie, and it wasn't on last year. I looked for it on like Netflix, on YouTube, wow. and I couldn't really come. Like I could piece it together, so I got to watch a little bit. Of it, but it was on uh, AMC this year, and I uh, I taped it, so now I have it, so I can watch it when I feel like it. So Perfect. that's what that's what's got me really geeked is just the fact that there's any time of day you can find a Christmas movie from Hallmark, which you got the, those cheesy love. The ones that make you want to slit your wrists and sit yeah. back yeah. up. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg playing Santa Claus. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Shit like that. But, you know, then there's, you know, classics like, you know, like Wonderful Life and Christmas Story, which is on TBS. 24, 24 hours. hours. My mother hates that movie. Is Elf on 24 hours a day on a channel, too? Because every time... USA, I think it's starting well, to. Every time I turn on the TV at night, Elf is on. And I've never watched that movie. I refuse to because I hate Will yep. Ferrell. Yeah, but it's, it's always on. Yeah. It was good once. Yeah, after that, yeah. It's good to watch, to watch it one time. It is funny it. one time. Yeah. I just read somewhere recently he turned down $29 million to do a sequel. They did an animated sequel. Did, with Jim Parsons. Musical, was yeah. it? Yeah, that's Jim Parsons. Nice. There you go. All right, but that's uh, that's something we should roll into. Does yes. everybody have a favorite Christmas movie? Oh, absolutely. I'm Do you want, not surprised you want me to start? Because I'm the <laughs> one Would you like it? to start? Please. I will start. But I'm, I'm going to have Jack off before he goes, too. Because I'm, I'm not going to pick yours, because I know the one that you... <laughs> no, I, I was kidding on that, but I, I have a... Okay, well, my... <laughs> you may have already mentioned it, just so you know. Really? Yeah, on yeah. the list you rattled off. <laughs> what, the, the Hallmark movies? Yes, oh, that's Jesus it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Suicidal. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg <laughs> Santa. Oh, uh, my oh, favorite, oh. my favorite Christmas movie, um, besides Scrooge, is uh, *Lethal Weapon*. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So I'm a big action guy, so you know, you look like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, just like it, it's it, it's it's not really a Christmas movie, but it's based around Christmas, so. And that counts. So. I mean, if the movie takes place during Christmas, it counts as a Christmas movie. So, Absolutely, yeah. definitely. So. I call that the de- the diehard rule. Which is ironically, I was telling Jack about this earlier. We one of the last places I worked, we had a Christmas lunch, and we we're sitting on the table, and they started asking people, well, "What's your favorite Christmas movie?" And everybody was going, "Oh, it's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Vacation, Hallmark movies." And they got to me, and I was like, "Die Hard." <laughs> and and the, one of the kids down the way went, "That is fucking awesome." <laughs> he goes, "I've never never thought to go that route." I'm like, "Hey, Die Hard's a great, it's a movie. It's based around Christmas. I mean, it's not really a Christmas movie, but." It's based around the Christmas time, and they're like, "You're right." And then everybody just stopped at the, after that. Yeah, you ruined the moment. <laughs> I, 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 dropped, I dropped the mic at that point. <laughs> so, all right. So, mine is a Christmas story. I have to, and I, Kristen's another one that fucking hates it because Why? when it is on TBS, I will turn it on and I will leave that TV on all day long just to keep watching the movie. <laughs> but just something with it just it triggers something with me. It's just a goofy movie that it's it's one of those you can watch over and over and over and over again for twenty four hours. Yes, which I do for about 18 hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just read recently, like, he's called the old man, the father. He never has a name in that movie, too. Right. He's a good actor. Including in any of the sequels that they made that were not as popular. Never heard, seen them. Were they, Me no, either. Sequels? Yeah, there are yeah. sequels. I didn't know sequels, that. plural. Plural. Yeah, Did you know that you can stay at the house? No. That's yes, that's a museum a There's a museum. Yeah, you can you can rent it out. It's mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they, I think they do it like an auction or something like that, like a silent auction, and whoever has the highest bid can stay there for... Yep. A night or Christmas Eve or something like that, and you can have Christmas at the at the house. It's someplace in Ohio. Indiana. Indiana. Mm-hmm. There you go. See, Sorry, I'm a movie buff with this stuff. When too. this when this podcast takes off and we're all rich and famous, when it's one year, we're gonna do a a geek pod at the with the leg the, lamp. Yeah, with the leg lamp. <laughs> Jack will be humping it. I'm sure. I'll caress oh, it. will caress I'll it, caress it like the like the old man did. <laughs> oh, fragile. <laughs> you ready? Okay. Yeah. Um. My uh. 
favorite Christmas movie is Batman Returns. Okay, uh, yeah. The best nice. Batman yeah. movie. Nice. Fits in? Yes. I, that's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Again, yeah, kind of like Thursday, you can drop the mic. <laughs> right. How am I going to follow that? Wait, what did I say Thursday? No, you actually oh. swatted the mic oh, off yeah. the table. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um... No, there's lots of good Christmas movies. Um, I just remember growing up, uh, there was a movie called All I Want for Christmas. You ever see that one? It was a 1994 movie. Ethan Embry. Um, him and his sister want to get their parents back together for Christmas. Always Christmas movies are like this. But um, um, Leslie Nielsen plays Santa Claus. Leslie Nielsen. Um, <laughs> which is pretty badass. That would be awesome. Oh, yes. yeah. He was really good. But He's never really good. He's just really awesome. Exactly. Just a, yes, he was. You're awesome. just waiting for the really naked good. gun quotes, but um, no, it was really cool though. It's a good movie. They're trying to get their parents back together. Good acting. It was just it just, just brings you back to your childhood. Like those are good movies. Um, yeah, there were many Christmases that me and my siblings were struggling to get our parents back together. Yeah, well, One Magic Christmas was another good one in the '80s. We said That's, one. I said two. Movie. Seriously, <laughs> and neither one of those are the ones you referenced off mic. Exactly, I, went, I, threw, I threw you a curveball. Didn't Cur I? I, no, I did the same thing. I got <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do we ever do anything that's scripted this, anymore? No. <laughs> script? No, that? that's strictly her out of my head. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, not even not the last. Then the last few. No, I have not. I've had no time. She doesn't work till midnight, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I've been out of alcohol. So, but I like it though. Corbs, you say Die Hard, and Heel, you say Batman Returns, and that's just great. Like, Technically, he said Lethal Weapon. I mean, and that, too. Same. But, like, it's a great Christmas movie. Did you not fucking listen to him no. talk? No, not really. I bet she doesn't even listen back to the episodes, either. I do. Well, that's that's not a Somewhat. bad thing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that depends on how you want your self-esteem to be that bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... That like, was a good one. That was a good on-the-fly. I like that. I like that. All right. On-the-fly. <laughs> now, should we... Uh, <laughs> Use that as a sounding board for that, uh, or a, not sounding board, launch pad. Launch, we'll use it as a launch pad. Launch pad. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, for the movie thing I brought up before we started? Certainly. Let's keep rolling with the movies. It's not really Christmas related, but it's something that came up this week. Um, when uh, Paul and I were at the Force Awakens premiere, uh, there was like, I, I feel like it was 45 minutes of trailers. Yes. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, I wanted to get you your opinion on this. We saw all the trailers were great except for the animated movie, and then one came up for Warcraft. Now this is a movie based on World of Warcraft. Right. Now I am not a World of Warcraft guy. I did a, attempt to play the computer game at one point. I don't think I, my the laptop I had at the time was good. It was very stuttery. I can understand why people love World of Warcraft. I'm not getting down on it at all, but it kind of. Uh, kind of looked generic hack and slash and, and I wanted to get your opinion on it Paul because I know you've seen it it's been available I don't know mm -hmm. if either of you have seen the trailer no. but uh, I, I wanted to know what you thought of it uh, I, I don't believe you're a Warcraft person I'm not anymore I did play for like a year so I, I was familiar with the game um, I'm not sure exactly where they're going with it I mean, the characters look good. Like, they yeah. look like they stepped out of the game. Like, the the armor that the main guy, who we have no idea who he is, was wearing, looks like an armor set that was in the game. All those trolls or orcs or whatever the hell they're called at this point, or orcs, I believe they were, look like they stepped out of the game. I just don't understand what the fuck the story is supposed to be in it. Well, I, I thought it was interesting because I don't know if they're looking to just hook the people that are already fans... I don't think that trailer did somebody, anything for somebody who isn't already familiar with the material. 
I, I didn't walk away wanting to see that movie. I was just kind of like, eh? I mean, you know, you, you see crap like this on sci-fi all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, or whoever happens to have the Dungeons & Dragons license at, at the time. Nobody goes back and makes an actual Forgotten Realms movie or a Dragonlance movie based on characters that were in the books. They all, always do some new stuff, and nobody gives a shit, and it does horrible at the box office. Uh, so that doesn't look like it follows any particular storyline you're it, familiar it, with? Not to me, but there were also a series of... Um, PC games before the MMO came out that were all Warcraft based. So I don't know what all those stories are. I, I literally came into World of Warcraft like seven expansions in, played for like a year, and I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this shit. But they have a very rich, immersive history for this world they've created. But it looks to me like whatever they're dropping us into is like, okay, well now we, we need to unite the good guys and the bad guys to fight a even worse problem, but they never even explained what that was. Yeah, yeah, I really, really felt uh, less enthused about the movie I didn't know existed after seeing the trailer than I did before. You know? Yeah, that was a giant meh. Well, I, I think it's interesting though because now that, uh, as as Jeff mentioned, um, you know, we won, the geeks won, and we're getting all sorts of great movies and TV shows, and it. it Watching the Warcraft trailer made me think about another future upcoming movie that is um, close to starting to film, it seems like. They've been doing read-throughs with the cast. They haven't announced everything yet. But is anybody here familiar with The Last of Us? I've heard of the, I've heard of the game. Yeah. I think I have the game. Mm-hmm. I think it came on my PS3. Yeah, it's a, a PS3 game, so you haven't played it then. No, it's still in the plastic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here, I wish I had known that before I bought it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Last of Us... Uh, was a one of the best games for the the PS3 hands down. That's why they remastered it for the PS4. Uh, what the r- big draw of this game is isn't necessarily just the story, but it's that they had actual actors come in, and I forget the actress who played the main character um, now, but she's she's a big she was already a a, a big deal. Yeah, a bigish deal to begin with, and. Uh, what what makes it great is the cut scenes, the banter that goes on even during the, the parts you're controlling. It was real acting. It was an incredible story. It's a heart-wrenching story. And it just happens to be set amongst the backdrop of uh, this particular... Oh, and Jack just threw this out here. Okay, top build cast. Um, Troy Baker. Is that the one where you can do like storytelling and all that? Like you just you take a story and like you predict how it's gonna go. No, no, this is an actual game. Okay. Uh, Set in the third person, you're you're actually fighting and stuff like that. Uh, What it is is some kind of a. It's a twist on the zombie apocalypse thing. But what they did is there's some kind of fungus that gets created. I'm not even sure if, if they explain it correctly. But basically, there are three stages to this. Once somebody gets infected. Um, they start to get rashes on their skin, then they start to act erratically, then they start to attack you, then they start to like grow stuff, and eventually they become uh, something that everyone refers to as a clicker. Their, their faces kind of open up, they no longer have their eyes, but they can use echolocation. It, it's uh, a play on, you ever heard of the cordyceps fungus? That fungus mm-hmm. that infects ants and stuff, and it like makes this fungal thing like grow out of their head, and it turns them into zombies, no, zombie ants or zo- zombie ants, that's what it was. Yeah. So it, it, it's a real thing that they've discovered over the past few years, and it was basically the idea of a cordyceps fungus that uh, can infect humans. And the humans are still at risk uh, from being bitten, or if they breathe in, if they go into a place that's really infested with the fungus, if they breathe too much of it, so they have to wear gas masks. And what's left of humankind is cordoned off in you know walled cities, and they're the people, I and mean, they're all poor, 
they, they go out to try to scavenge to make money and, and things like that, and they run the risk of running into these creatures, and then they finally find a girl who gets bitten by one of them and doesn't become infected, and she becomes the whole focus of this. We, we have to get her to somebody who can do something with this. Right. Um, anyway, it, it, the acting was real, and they, really, they made connections with the characters. You know, they, they made people care about them. Now, what's interesting is when they decided to turn this into, into a movie, uh, the people that are writing, because the, they're on the second draft of the script now, said we've changed a few things, probably just because y- you can't follow the game directly, but they seem to be stating they're, they're pretty much leaving it untouched, because really, they could go and just film that game as a movie, and they've got a hit on their hands, I think. Uh, and I think it's, it's going to be a good example of how you do a, a video game movie right because while we live in a day and age where comic book movies are doing great video game movies still aren't faring very well right and mm-hmm. to see something like the last of us that you're not even really familiar with and then something like warcraft which is a worldwide phenomenon release a trailer that just in my opinion dropped like a thud mm-hmm. says something that you know they haven't quite figured this out yet agreed weren't they at one point or are they making like a halo movie too they keep talking about it. Denzel uh, was attached to it for a while, but that was like five years ago. I don't think that's happening anymore. With this Warcraft trailer that you guys saw, is that like a CGI type movie? Like, oh, yes. Like, it's like CGI. CGI and live action. Like, yeah. It looks like the orcs are all obviously CGI yeah. okay. based. There's no orcs? I, I don't... I don't know. But like, I don't know. Like, those Depends movies. on how you want your self-esteem to feel for <laughs> I was a StarCraft guy, but I never played Warcraft. But it's let's a see sci-fi what version of Warcraft, basically. Is it yeah. by the same people? I, I yeah. kind of figured it's Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard. So uh, another question is, Adam. Obviously, we're not going to talk about it, but what other trailers were on the front of the movie? Any, a lot. Star, any, any, anything good? Star Trek. I think. Everything good. Yeah, Star Trek. I heard. Star Trek wasn't. No, it was supposed to be attached, but it wasn't. <clears> it wasn't. Not the one we went to, but I was hearing from people who saw it at Destiny, yeah, and yeah. they had like a different set of trailers. Really? Yeah. That's where I'm going to see it on Monday. What so. else could they have added? That was like all the trailers we wanted to see. 45 minutes of trailers. Seriously, it seemed like oh, it. Yeah. There had to be eight trailers at least. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, really? I mean, we're talking Two. Civil War. Batman versus Batman Superman. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. The Two Strings of Something or whatever that other Yeah, some weird Japanese was. thing. Okay. Um, Warcraft. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men, yeah. That's a crazy trailer. That looks like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little I'm worried about it. that. I, I, I think it looks like it could be really cool, but it also looks like it could be a big mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that, too. Um, and the other animated one that I thought Madison would love with the rabbits and the sloths. So that's oh, seven yeah. of them. Oh, that was a long freaking trailer, too. Was it a Pixar? Or... It may have been. Either that or a DreamWorks. I'm not sure which one. So seven that I can think about. Oh, and Warcraft. So there was it. Did he say Warcraft already? Jesus, I don't know. I don't know if we don't like when I said Warcraft. He put a finger up though. I wasn't paying. There you go. (laughs) Put a finger up. That's for him, not you. That escalated quickly. (laughs) No, but uh, that Batman vs Superman trailer, I watched it a bunch of times. I really want to see like that one, Suicide Squad, and Star Wars. Those are the three movies I really, really want to see. You know what? That's that surprised me. The Suicide Squad wasn't on there. Really? Or Star Trek Beyond? And there was another one I had just thought of. Oh, Deadpool. I'm surprised none of those were on there. Well, I don't know if Deadpool has a, a non-Red Band trailer yet. Good point. Well, well no, they did do a cleaned-up one. They did yeah. release two. So, yeah, they could have. You're right. That is weird. Yeah. So, shame on you, 20th Century Fox. <laughs> this is the first time they've heard that. Right. 
<laughs> the first time today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do you got for movies, or was that what you wanted to discuss? Oh, that, that was it. It was just because we saw that trailer, and uh, it, it got me thinking about that, and I was curious because I'd heard about the Last of Us movie in development a while back, and you know, it just it seems like two completely uh, um, opposite ways of doing things. I mean, Last of Us. I, apparently, the lead is going to be played by Maisie Williams. Anybody know who she is? No. Um, she plays uh, Arya Stark on Game of Thrones. Yeah. She also just did a fantastic run on this last season of Doctor Who. Thought they thought it was a guest appearance. She ended up being in like four episodes, not nice. right after one another either. Um, but she's a great young actress and uh, exactly the kind of person they need. Perfect. I want to see where they cool. take her character in Game of Thrones this next season. It, so she's a good actress here, right? Never watched. You it. don't watch Game? Wow, but you're talking. I don't have HBO. <laughs> Neither. What he's doing right now, I, you watch Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah, yeah you need to watch. Watch. Yeah. See, you, you know how you don't tell me what to do, Jack. Oh, yeah, I HBO. will tell you what to do. Only when it's on. You don't have to keep it. You're not on no. a contract to keep right. it. You pay for HBO for two months a year. Nice. It's very good. Or there's other ways to do it. We're not going to talk about those, though. I'm talking about going out and buying the seasons. Oh, I don't sure. know what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, it's getting vicious. Shall, shall we get into our <laughs> holiday cheer now? I thought this was our holiday cheer. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's how my family does it. Yeah. Get snippy with each other on a okay. table. Do we want to uh, run with holiday cheer for the rest of the day, or do we want to do the news? Or do we even do news? Do you day? have news? I have news. Dude, who are you talking to? Good of course point. I'm prepared. Then let's get into the news, or do you want to intersperse? Do you want to do something Christmassy now, and then go into the news, and then back into Christmassy? We could have discussed this before I turned the mics on, I guess. Yeah, but that. We can do whatever. Why don't we just get the news out of the way? Do, do the news. news. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it brief. First of all, this week, oh, what a strange web we weave when we first try to be spoiler-free. I don't know if you've heard about this, but somebody has been spotted on the set of Doctor Strange, and his name is Tom Holland. Uh, interesting. Now spotted on the set of Civil War, and now spotted on the set of Doctor Strange. I think Marvel is going to be getting their money's worth on this deal they made with Sony, because they're clearly going to put Spider-Man in every fucking thing they do from now on. Right, that's the thing. <laughs> they haven't even established the character, and he's going to be in two movies. You know, Sony hasn't done their movie, so no, we're going to see him for the first time in Civil War. The second time in Doctor Strange, I'm assuming, because that's going to come out before yeah. anything else. Uh, I just find it fascinating that that's the way they're choosing to build the character. I mean, Civil War, I can see there being an intro there, and then I kind of figured the next time we saw him would be in his own movie, but that's that's not Doesn't sound like it, yeah. No, it does not. The next one, and unless you are uh, a fan of the Fallout games, this... this Tagline's going to just fall flat, and I doubt anyone here has ever played Fallout. But I get bored. Editorial mandate. Editorial mandate never changes. Nothing. Mm -hmm. You have to think to yourself, war. War never changes in the voice of Ron Perlman. That's how, oh, okay. every, every, that's how every Fallout <laughs> game begins. Anyway, uh, both Batman and Superman will be returning to their status quos this March with the release of issue 50 for both books. Bruce Wayne will be back in the cowl, and Superman will have his powers back. It's as if the fact that, you know, DC Comics is tanking right now because Superman is wearing a t-shirt and jeans. That must be what they think. That or they think people go and see the new movies that come out and then go buy comics, which I don't think is actually what happens. They see the movies and then they go buy toys. Yes. That, that, that's what happens. Now, it's kind of sad because while we all knew that things had to go back to normal eventually because those characters are iconic, uh, I mean, I'm still reading Superman uh, regularly for the first time in my life. Never have this this change for him where he's uh you know somewhat depowered. Everyone knows who he is. He's wearing a t-shirt and jeans, always on the run. Been fascinating, great for the character. Uh, as far as Bruce Wayne goes, Bruce Wayne, 
not having any idea, you know, how he was the Batman. He knows now that he was the Batman, but he doesn't have any of those memories. None of that stuff is in his brain. He was just told. Jim Gordon, you know, uh, Commissioner Gordon, is Batman in a little robotic where people say that the Batman with bunny ears. It's, it's basically, it, it, he's basically in an exosuit, and uh, Gotham has chosen to have him because they felt that Batman was a symbol and Batman needed to exist because everybody knows Batman died in the final uh, battle with the Joker. Joker. That battle that happened during the Endgame arc uh, written by Scott Snyder. Now, uh, Commissioner Gordon has been the Batman since the GCPD decided, you know, we need to have that symbol. We need to have it in our city. It's been a fascinating story. Um, I'm not against it, you know, coming to an end, but here's the thing. If you're going to have all of the status quo come back on issue 50 of both comics in the same month, this is the editors going, you guys need to get them back where they are before the movie comes out. It's not organic. Right. I mean, Superman should have gotten his powers back that next summer, and Jim Gordon would step aside as Batman for Bruce Wayne next Christmas or something. It would have happened at different times. It's clearly a mandate. I think it's a, it's a bad decision. Uh, one among many bad decisions DC seems to be making these days. And finally, and you had to know this was coming. You had to know I was going to say, the box office awakens. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. They are now, um, estimates for opening day are sitting at 125 to 127 million. This is our first triple digit million opening day ever in the history of movies. That's never happened. Uh, they, they've gotten as high as I want to say 91 or 92 million and I think that might have been a Harry Potter movie now if you've been paying attention to this a lot of things have been broken um, pre-sale for the movie over 100 million the the next closest pre-sale was The Dark Knight uh, was it Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight I think it was The Dark Knight at 25 million 25 I mean that that's a gap you could drive an entire country's budget through uh, it's insane that this is doing so much more business than other movies. It looks like they're going to hit 251 to 255 million this weekend. Uh, worldwide, it is setting records in every single country it's it's uh, appearing in. And I don't know why they're waiting until January 9th for China. Uh, that seems a little silly. The only advantage they might have there is I'm pretty sure China's internet laws are restrictive enough that they're not going to be torrenting this movie in any way, shape, or form. So it's probably not going to affect the number of people who actually go and see the movie. The final little factoid for this, Fandango reported yesterday that The Force Awakens has sold more tickets as of yesterday than any movie they have ever sold tickets for during that movie's entire theatrical run. Wow. Okay, if you didn't understand what I said there, yeah, yeah, Corb stepped back. <laughs> Jurassic Park was the biggest movie of the year, right? So far. So far. Jurassic Park was in theaters for two months, three, whatever. It, let's say its theatrical run is this big. The Force Awakens sold more tickets than that. Advanced sale tickets. Or no, I'm sorry. Um, was it advanced? Yeah, more tickets already before the movie had even officially opened. It had sold more tickets than any other movie during its entire run. Wow. That's insane. It's... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mind-bogglingly insane. What was the budget for The Force Awakens? Uh, 200 some odd million, I think. It's already made its money, Jack. Oh, no, I know that. No, it's, but... it's insane how how big this is. It's just printing its own money at this point. Do you yeah. think it, uh, it will definitely be the most record movie of all time, number one? Yeah, until the next one. I mean, there's a chance this could... Um, 
knocked out points. Avatar. No, no, they're looking at like 2.7 billion for the entire run is what they're projecting. Uh, 2.5 to 2.7. It looks like it might even knock off Avatar's 208 million or 209 million opening weekend. Wow. wow. I mean, yeah, Avatar. Uh, this this is something we cannot stop, and I cannot stress to people enough. You need to go see this movie. Oh, without a doubt. Only Monday night. <laughs> I mean, Paul. I, you know, I wasn't. I mean, I'm not the biggest Star Star Wars fan, but I feel that this was the best one ever made ever hands down I would in, agree with that in, in to a degree and I was um, I've tried to explain this to people since then the movie could have been this good and folks I'm holding my hand about at uh, you know nose level right now it could have been this good and I would have been completely satisfied with the movie uh, I would have said you know J.J. Abrams did a good job now I'm holding my hand a couple feet above my well as far above yeah. my head as I can hold my hand it exceeded my expectations by that much just by being two things the, the previous movies weren't the first three were a lot of luck on George Lucas's end, the fact that nothing like that had ever been done before, and great screenwriters like screenwriters like Lawrence Kasdan kind of jumped in there uh, in the second part and made sure he didn't make any huge mistakes. Um, I, I think that's why you, you know they they were good movies, but they weren't this well done. Uh, the prequel series, we know what the problems are with that. This is the if you took out all the Star Wars trappings, this would be a good movie, well written, well directed, well choreographed, everything done to that that quality that we generally reserve for other genre movies. It's at that level. Once you put the Star Wars stuff into it, yeah, yeah. gone. It was uh, yes. Okay, I'm, I don't want any spoilers, if, but um, I do want one question. If you ask a question and mm-hmm. a spoiler comes from it, that is I'm your own fault. It is my own fault. No, no, if you ask a question and, you and can hit me. it's a spoiler, I'm going to hit you with this fucking exactly. microphone. <laughs> um, I did hear before you can see the movie, you have to wait till after the credits to see Rogue One trailer. I hope that's not fucking true. Because I heard you can see a, a trailer. Probably not true. Okay. Did you, okay. did you stay through the credits? We stayed through about three quarters of the credits, and I'm like, okay, this is enough. We gotta go. Well, like, I heard... Because like, I had heard before I, that there was no heard after the... the I you heard, heard that? I heard the same thing. Motherfucker. <laughs> go back and see it. I you. intend to. With <laughs> Madison. Get your panties out of your crotch. Exactly. That's typically where they stay. You heard that thing. too, right? Of course. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, did you not... Search this on the internet, Jack, just because you were afraid of. Uh... No, I just I heard that like two months before this movie came out. They're like, if you want to stay after the credits, we might show it. See, like I heard one. that they had basically confirmed that there was going to be no after credits scene at all. So that's. Well, you know how they do with Marvel movies. They did like with. Yeah, this um... is not a Marvel movie. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like they do that. Yeah, um... But I thought they had come out and said that though that they weren't doing. Okay, that. I could be wrong. But you pay good money for a damn ticket, so you want to stay through the whole thing. No. Yeah. Okay, but that's all. I'm, okay, I'm good. That's all I need. I'm I'm not sure because we didn't go through it. He was re- re- researching for us right now. Okay. But thank you, Corpse, for hearing that too. You know, I've not seen anything, and I'm I'm not seeing anything. I mean, there was the teaser that was uh that was placed. Um, I, I guess they they showed it at a convention or something, or the the Star for Rogue One. Yeah. Um, I am not seeing anything. And that comes out next Christmas, I think. Yeah, I think so. On the internet that states... Okay. So there's no confirmation for it, which means that's okay. probably not true. That's yeah, because like, we'd have confirmation. Jack, when you go and see it on Monday night, you yep, stay I'll stay through the whole thing. I'll let you guys know. We'll just stay in the theater until they start the previews for the next one, just to be safe. Oh, just I will stay, stay in the theater until the next one comes out. Uh, <laughs> Jack doesn't wait, wait, the next showing or the next movie? My next beard movie. will be as long as Hugh's, even longer. <laughs> Can you imagine that smell? Oh. 
Stop trying to imagine that. Not showering for an entire year. Oh, two years. <laughs> yeah, started this last year. <laughs> Come on, they gotta get ready. <clears throat> okay. And that, folks, is the news. All right. So, typically, we do a WTF at the end of it, and this is as close as I have to a WTF. But when we recorded the Star Wars episode. Um, there was a whole comedy of errors with timing and me pushing everything <laughs> off. And there was a very good reason for it, and I promised to tell you guys all what that was today. And now it will all make sense. The last time, I, I was busy working another job, so I had to push off our recording schedule. And um, I, I've received a photograph from the job that I was performing, and I would just like to circulate this around the table just so you can all see what, what I was doing on my, my job, which I will have Hugh take a picture of the picture, and we will post this to geekpod.com. Once the, the picture finishes circulating, I will finish describing it, what what I was doing. <laughs> I don't know, know what you were doing. Man, I hope this doesn't violate Facebook's uh, policies when I put it up there on our Facebook page. Oh, you'll get a lot. Of, you're gonna get some likes for that one. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's what I was doing. Did you bring that basket home? No, I did not. Okay, right so the the picture I'm circulating and what you'll find on our website and Facebook is me dressed as Santa Claus. I uh, I played Santa Claus for a breakfast with Santa. And. How did that come to be, you asked? Because, you know, when you think Santa Claus, you don't think Paul from Geek Pod is Santa Claus. <clears throat> Not true. Really? Not true. I'm so sad for your child. You're saying you actually think you expect Paul to sneak into your house at night and leave things for your kids? That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was my wife is friends with a the owner of a character company. By character company, I mean like the... They rent out the people in the costumes. You, know, you can um, call Evan for a, 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 a reasonable fee, get, you know, Mickey or Minnie to show up, or something. a Ninja Turtle, such. Use your imagination. They have a full line of them. Uh, as soon as they write the check, we can start um, telling you what their company name is. <laughs> 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 but they ran into a little trouble. It was supposed to be a breakfast with Mickey and Minnie. Well, the uh, the mouse-eared empire apparently got wind of it and signed him a cease and desist. Wow. Yeah. And so at the last minute, they're scrambling to do something to fulfill the obligation, and they decided, well, you know, it's Christmas time. It's supposed to be a Christmas breakfast. Let's pull in Santa Claus. Well, they don't have a Santa Claus. So she texted Kristen and said, hey, would Paul be interested in making some extra money? And... Uh, she said, yeah, yeah, I would, because I don't ever see the extra money anyway. Um, <clears throat> Typical marriage. Yes. And so we found out what the job would be, and Kristen said no. She prefaced it with, you can say no if you want to. Which means you have to Which means, yeah, you <laughs> Which have means to you're doing it right? anyways. I said, what is this job? She goes, they want you to play Santa Claus. I said, what? <laughs> And she reiterated it, and I said, where? And it was in Bolinsville. It was at the Red Mill Inn. And uh, the first thing that went to mind was, we have a Christmas episode coming up. This will be a fucking great story for the podcast. 
And uh, and then I found out how much it was paying, and I was like, well, sure, sure, I will. So I, I get there. Um, actually, let's let's. I'm sorry. Let's roll back to the night before, when we're there's a flurry of text messaging going on about telling me what I have to do to get ready. You know, I gotta shine my boots and get ready and practice my ho ho hos. And then she said, make sure he shows up early, so my makeup girl can give him rosy cheeks. <laughs> That's awful. Now, as you can see with that beard, it didn't matter anyway. Um, There was no makeup girl, thankfully. That just, that part fell through. But I show up in the morning, and um, I meet the owner. She hands me the bag with the costume in it. Sends me off to get dressed. I come back, uh, only to find out that I have an elf who will be accompanying me on this. This elf was a 21-year-old blonde um, who looked like she should have been working at Hooters instead. <laughs> and, you know, I just kind of... I'm going to stop you for a second. Why didn't you call me? What, to be Santa? No, no. Just to show up. <laughs> to be the other elf? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, that was actually my fear, is that I was going to go bounding into the room as Santa Claus and find a table of people I know sitting there. We were there sitting there for you. That's why you didn't call me. <laughs> yes. See. See, this was definitely on the down low because I did not want to come to a table bought out by Geek Pod. <laughs> while I'm doing this. Oh, no. I played it straight. Oh. Yeah. Come yeah. On. Yeah. It's Santa Claus. Gork probably would have said, Yeah, I want to sit on her lap. I would have. She oh. could sit on mine. I mean, it's. And uh, thankfully, Kristen does not listen to the show, so yes, damn. That was one gorgeous little elf. Uh, the best part was, the girl fucking hates children. <laughs> hates them. And, and she was quite clear about that while we were sitting in the back room. Because what would go on is this was one of those breakfasts where it was like three different slots. Slots, not sluts. I saw you over there. <laughs> there were a few of those, though, too. Um, what kind of breakfast was this? This was an interesting breakfast. I, Giving a whole new meaning to holiday trim. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Yule Log. That's the episode <laughs> title, Holiday Trip. <laughs> Write that down, somebody. Um, <laughs> Write it down, Jack. So, let me let me tell you how this goes. I get in the outfit, and we're, we're sitting there in the back room hanging out, which was literally this hotel's storage room. That's where they put us up. And uh, when they say go, the elf goes out, she does her part, they make the announcement, and then Santa comes out and makes the appearance five minutes later. I'm like, okay, I can do that. Before I get ready to go out for the first time, the owner walks over to me. First, with does a, like a beard check, make sure I, you know, I've looked apart, and explains exactly what is expected of me. She says, okay, what you're gonna need to do, you're gonna go out the door on the right, go in, and you're gonna make the rounds table to table. You have to go and speak to each kid, you know, do a little interacting with them. Once you make the circle, there's a chair by the Christmas tree, which you can barely see the chair, which means I need to go back on my diet. Um, because that's all me. There was no padding in that suit. That's me. Nice. <clears throat> and I sit in the chair. They all finish their breakfast and come sit on Santa's lap for pictures. Well, I said, okay, I can do all that. She says, okay, good. Here's your bell. She hands me a bell that I have to ring as I'm going in doing my ho-ho-hos. <laughs> like, Santa had to, like, burst on the scene and make an appearance. Like, it's... 
So that's what we do, and I'm going, and I'm going table to table, and the kids are doing all their, you know, and no, I'm not doing the Santa voice for you guys, because there was a Santa voice. You already said it, so do the Santa voice. I'm not doing the Santa voice. Oh, come voice. on. If come I on, can get He would not say Misa on the Star Wars episode. I'm not doing the Santa yeah, voice. Yeah, but that's Jack. If exactly. I can get Hertzler to do the Martok voice, I should be able to get you come to on, do the Santa Come on, we want one ho, ho, ho. Have the dedication <clears throat> that Jack doesn't. Exactly. Oh, my word. Okay, hold on. I gotta Actually, get back to the character first. Yeah, <clears throat> so I would ring the bell and I'd do the ho ho ho, hello, and I, I belted it out. I, I'm, I'm off script because I have no kids to ask and don't even think about it. You're not playing the little kid because it'll come out and sound like your grandma again. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, and so I would go table to table like that, and I don't know what it was because the moment I walked in that room, I would go into that voice. Like even when I was talking to the hot chick. Like, asking if I had done the full rounds. I was still doing the Santa voice, and she's looking at me, she's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I, yeah. We don't know either. Did you see anybody you knew, though? Which was no, something? thankfully. Okay. No. Was I, awesome. I was petrified that that was going to happen. Uh, and you're asking these kids what they want for Christmas, and, you know, the parents always got to be smart asses and make comments and stuff. So, it was a geekified Santa Claus, like a geek pod slant Santa because I did end up getting like snarky with people and like making comments <laughs> and it was going over well people were loving it like um the kids would ask for things that I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about and I would start making comments about that and like oh well, apparently Santa needs to go back and get on Google and <clears throat> and one of the dads asked for a, a convertible or something and I told him I'd have trouble getting it in the sleigh and as the day went on, it got worse. Um, the first round went well. It was all kids, you know, behaving. Second round got a little uncomfortable. There was, um... There was one table. And it's hard because it's... it's an amusing story, but at the same time, it's kind of heartbreaking. I'm, I'm coming around, and there's just a table... Of nothing but adults and I'm like this is weird and I come up and I, I'm, I'm going I'm still doing the voice and the, how's everyone doing and then I realized that they're all there with a mentally challenged woman and she was just so starry-eyed and thrilled oh, to see Santa and I'm not gonna lie I got a little teary-eyed and I spent extra time at that table good for you nice. and um well, good for Santa. Yes, good for Santa. Not me. I, I wasn't there that day, and it's, there's more to the story that's That, that might have into. actually gotten you on the nice list. Uh, it's, yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's a sliding scale. Let's put it that way. Um, and, but it did come back to bite me because it got a little awkward because the mentally challenged woman wanted to sit on Santa's lap. Oh. Um, which I was going to allow. I was fine with it. But her... I'm assuming her parents or whoever was her handlers were intervened and got her a chair to sit next to me. And uh, again, I mean, that was the, of all the pictures I saw, that was the biggest, brightest, most beaming smile I saw that day. So that, that was cool. And then the, then the third <laughs> breakfast happened. Um, that was the one where the asshole parents showed up and decided that even though their children were terrified and wanted no part of sitting on Santa's lap, they were forcing it anyway. Uh -huh. So that's when I took repeated uh, shots to the nuts. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. From the kids, too. No, I'm just kidding. 
but there, there, there was definitely some highlights in that one too. Although I, I didn't see it at first because you know, as I was going around table to table, um, I come up on one table in the corner, and I can see why they put this table in the corner, full of heavily tattooed adults, and uh, one kid. One of the heavily tattooed adults had one of the stupid like earmuff hats on. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. You mean like the flaps? A, the flaps. Oh, you mean like I have? This one is terrible. Just trust me. I'm sure yours is much cooler. But it plays into how douchey this guy was. Um, he was the guy that decided as soon as Santa walked up, you know, there were children around, to sit there and scream out the line from Elf, which is going to fall flat on you because you haven't seen it. You know the one I'm going with? Yes. I know do him. Do the honors. <laughs> I know him. Do it like they do in the movie, though, because this is exactly what he did. Back up off the mic so you don't blow it up. But go ahead. Santa! I know him. I know him. But he shouted the whole thing into this room full of children. Oh, and, that's and, really loud. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, you're that asshole. Okay. And and w- I kept it together for that one. And I'm glad I did because I did get repaid in Santa Karma. Okay. Um, that was the one where the hot young milfs were at. And they mm-hmm. wanted to sit on Santa's lap. So. <laughs> yeah. Had, had a couple of hotties come up. Like they did the pictures with Santa. And the next thing I know they're like, we want to sit on Santa's lap. And I just look up at the girl at the front, and I'm like, "It's okay." <laughs> so yes, it, it was it was a good time, and but there was a clear cut real winner from that one too. We had one adorable little girl come up to me, nice. quiet as could be, very mousy, very probably starstruck to be honest. I mean, come on, it was Santa Claus. Wanted to send Santa's lap, and then she told me she had colored Santa Claus a picture Aww. and wanted Santa to have it, and I actually did keep it adorable it's still here with me um i've actually had to hide this because you know the kids would have wondered what strange child i'm getting pictures from so <laughs> exactly i didn't want to go that route because my kids <laughs> but yeah so that that was my uh my uh christmas themed what the fuck story i guess that's awesome that's good that was kind of a long-winded story i apologize all that just to say that i basically got to get some hot milks to the side of my lap did you get peed on? No, thankfully. <laughs> By was, the kids either? <laughs> why was that the one with Vigan next? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, it was a very real possibility, and thankfully, I don't think I did. Let's put it that way. Maybe yeah. the suit absorbed it. <laughs> so what happens at the end? They're like, here's your check, and thank you for your help. Basically. Yeah. Like, here, here's your cash, you know, out the back door. Okay. Yeah. Did you get some food? Yes, they, I did get breakfast out of the deal. Did you get any of it in your Santa beard? No, I, I completely took all that off before, okay. like in between, because that's really fucking hot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, I had to keep the costume on because I wasn't wearing any pants underneath. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> you won't put mesh shorts on? <laughs> I didn't think about it. I went there wearing jeans. Um, and I tried putting the Santa suit on with the jeans under no. it, and she looks and she's like, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> Is that the, was that the elf? No. Uh, no. The, oh my god, in the elf costume. Was it, yeah. Was it skin tight? Yes. Motherfucker. Yes. So there were, you know, 350 pictures of you in the Santa suit taken, but none of her. Yeah, where's no. the elf? Way to go, Paul. Uh, seriously, Paul. She was over on the tattoo station. I had nothing to do with it. They had us all spread out. There was, you know, the main attraction, Santa. <laughs> the The tattooing elf. And then the other cute girl that was doing balloon animals. And then the owner who was taking pictures who who left after the second breakfast and um, tapped in another young, very pretty girl 
who is one of our employers, employees, um, actually is the one who plays Elsa from Frozen when they do the characters. So, I actually have a picture of that girl around here somewhere, because my kids had pictures taken with Elsa. That totally could have turned out like that. Yeah. Santa. Oh, yeah, you, you, that's you, another you good Christmas story, movie. You know what's yes. funny, Jack? What's up? Is you said yeah before I said the name of the movie. I said that totally could have turned out like, and you said yeah. Bad Santa. I know where you're going with that. No, you didn't. Fuck <laughs> me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. Sorry. Oh, no. I love that movie. How did I forget that one? Can I change my answer? <laughs> okay. So, how about we get into our homework assignments? You said that the last time. You can't use the same joke again. And I know because I just re-listened the episode. You said the same thing about work? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but everybody... As long as you're consistent. I think I'm going to go to fucking work again today. Jesus Christ. Every morning. You talk to Jesus in the morning? Hopefully he'll strike me down. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people do that. And (laughs) it's not irony or anything. (laughs) They do that. So... (laughs) Favorite Christmas gift? Go, Corbs. Uh, ninety. No, I don't know. I was in eighth grade. Put it that way. We went to Florida for Christmas. Flew up Christmas morning, um, down to Fort Myers, Florida, to be with my aunt and my uncle, who's since passed away, and my grandparents in Florida. We spent Christmas in Florida that year. Um. Just to be, just to be with my entire family, because normally it was never, we're never with our entire family, because my grandparents would always leave like right after Thanksgiving and go to to Florida. My aunt obviously lived in Florida; they never would come up, so it was always just a family, my mother, my father, my brother, and everything. So they, this year we went, we flew to Florida to spend Christmas with the entire family. So that's probably the biggest memory I had. It was great. It was a, like a ten-day trip. Um, got to do some sightseeing. Went to Disney World after. Um, I got to meet uh, anybody. No, I got to meet. Okay. If any, anybody knows <laughs> early Red Sox baseball, you may know who I'm talking about. Mike Greenwell. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Mike Greenwell. We went to his uh, attraction park down there. He has like go karts and batting cages and stuff like that. And I was nice. hitting. I was hitting in the cage because it was spring. It was down there. It was nice weather down there. So I chipped my bat to my aunts. And my dad's like, well, we're going to go to this place and stuff. And they had set up a thing where I could meet my green mom. That's I awesome. Got, like, she got That's a, really cool. I got a hitting uh, clinic with him for like a half an hour or something like that. That was my one of my Christmas presents. So That's awesome. That's probably the, the best memory. That I, Wait, best gift. Still, Sorry. Okay, best, the best gift. Because it was something totally unexpected. We didn't even know we were we were going to Florida that year until uh, my dad's birthday, which is the 23rd. Awesome. So it was kind of a That's thing cool. that, you know, my mom said, well, hey, by the way, you got to pack. And we were, like, we had we decided we were going to have Christmas dinner that day. My dad came over. I don't know, my mom and dad had been separated and divorced for many years. Um, they came over and they said, this is what we're doing, so go pack. Nice. So we had, you know, about 48 hours to get everything together and stuff like that. So that was the best gift. That, that was the most memorable gift. Not the best gift, but that was the most memorable gift I can, I can think of. So. Very cool. You? Well... Before I, I give my most memorable gift, I did reach out to Andrew, who uh, folks may uh, remember from our last uh, Star Wars themed episode and the uh, premiere party, and asked him what his uh, most memorable Xmas gift and uh, uh, memory were, and he took it as just one thing. So I'm just going to read what he said to me. He 
said, I'd have to say the year I got the Millennium Falcon, I was super stoked. I think I thanked Santa and the parental units about 53 times in under 30 <laughs> seconds. Nice. Um, that totally did not come as a surprise to me. Me either. Um, I, I would have to say, as far as my favorite Christmas gift, um, th- there's two that stand out, and I, I'm just splitting this up just, you know, because I'm an adult now, and yeah, I did get something very memorable as an adult. Um, last year, my wife replaced my wedding ring because I'd lost my wedding ring. Luckily, I'd lost it while I was with her, so there was no accusation. <laughs> we had we had gone shopping, and uh, I had had it on. It was a silver one, and uh, I'd had it on. Went to Walmart, went everywhere, and I noticed it was gone after I carried the groceries in the house. And I don't know if it fell off outside or I, I think it because it was really loose on me. I stuck my hand in my back pocket to pull out something out of my back pocket, and I think it might have came off my finger in Walmart. Yeah. Um, so she replaced that for me, and I mean that it was really nice. I like this black one better. That's anyway, cool. But it was it really bothered me because while there's a lot of people out there that probably take their wedding ring on and off on purpose, you know, for from nefarious reasons. Oh, um, that's not I'm, me. I'm yeah. not like that. The <laughs> fact that I didn't have my wedding ring really bothered me because I lost it over the summer, and uh, we didn't have as much money at that point and couldn't just run out and replace it. So I, I was really bothered by the fact that I'd gone months without a wedding ring. Um, and so that, that was very nice. As a kid, the most memorable thing I think I ever got was the G.I. Joe Night Raven. Mm-hmm. It's one of the planes. You have a picture. Yes. A picture. Yeah. That is the a Night great... Raven. Not a great picture, but... No, but that is a great toy. Well, you know what's funny is as an adult, I realized that uh, it wasn't all that fun of a toy. I mean, the thing was huge. Okay, it was like, well, I don't know, but I'm thinking, I think it was like, like this, this big. Yeah. I mean, and in, in you can't really hold that thing up and run around with it. It'd be the equivalent of me picking Jack up over my head and running him <laughs> around the room. Uh, it was way too big to really play with. I, mean, I think I actually played with characters on top of it more than I did actually using it as an airplane. But I just, it was, I think it was the biggest gift I'd ever gotten at that point. And I was just blown away that there could be a toy this big. Right. Uh, I, I was so happy that Christmas day. And then, you know, the frustration that we had putting it all together because those things oh. come in a smaller box and they're a pain in the ass. How long together. did it take? I, I don't remember. He's Until still, New Year's. He's, yeah. he's still yes. putting it together today. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> How about you, Jack? Um, most memorable uh, Christmas gift? I would have to say it was in 1994. Um, I got the 2XL robot, which was really awesome. Do you guys remember this? It was first introduced in the 70s. Um, it was by uh, Tiger Electronics. It was awesome. They would play uh, cassette tapes, so um, it, it was really, really cool. They would have like um, four choices: one, two, three, four, ABC, true, false, or questions. Like they would have all sorts. This is why I have useless knowledge in my head. It's because of this two XL robot. But um, you'd have planets, animals, dinosaurs, sports. They would have all sorts of trivia. But my favorite things that he did was um, adventures. Like he would have like Batman and Superman adventures. Like he had a Batman one called The Sizzling Scheme, which was one of my favorite ones, or Carnival Adventure. And you would be playing this robot. It's like one of those adventure books you would read when you were a kid. Turn to page 30 or turn to page 90 for the next Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. I love those. And um, just 2XL would like tell these stories. And if you push something out of turn, he's like, wait a minute, get back into the story. Please push this button now. <laughs> Like, he would keep you entertained. They would take 4D batteries. and 4Ds, yes. <laughs> um, no, but, like, my, um, Tales from the Crypt. We all watched that. And they had one called If Wishes Were Hornets, I think it was called. 
it was the best one. Like, I remember my mom would be like, time to go to bed. I would sleep with the toy robot under my um, bed with me because I was like, I want to keep playing. I want to keep playing. And I would play it until I was probably, uh, forever. Like, but I sold it. Still has I, I wish I still had it. I was, I got a teenager. I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. It's on eBay now for 50 bucks, and the cassette tapes are like $30 a piece. They're incredibly rare. But just playing with that toy robot for hours, it was just awesome. I just remember playing with that forever. Alright. Paul? You... <coughs> Sorry, I'm still having this coughing fit. Um, mine is actually a very recent one. It was uh, two Christmases ago. I'm not getting choked up, it's I'm holding back a coughing fit. Um, my big gift that I opened from my wife two years ago was the first podcasting kit that GeekPod started with. Ooh, and uh, nice. that's, I mean, technically that's, that's the thing that got this whole ball rolling. So that's, that's going to be a good memory for me even years after I've divorced this woman. What? Wow. <laughs> he just listened. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Watch Kristen comes home. Paul, I've been listening to your Geek Pod. Yeah, guess what? I started listening to the show. Son of a hot milfs in divorce. <laughs> I totally would not have gone there as a joke. Oh, Man. I do all the time. It's, I, I'm the one that always makes inappropriate jokes. But no, I mean, all seriousness, it was one of the coolest things that she ever could have gotten for me. And because for nothing else, it's... It's spurred this on where we can all just get together and hang out and have a good time. And it's, I mean, not even talking about the opportunities that have been afforded to us since then. It's just the, the, the sense of community with me and my buddies to be able to sit down and goof off and insinuate Jack's latent homosexuality. Yep. Very nice. <laughs> so that was my most memorable game. I'm not sure insinuate was the word you wanted to use in the last slide. <laughs> How do you not know I don't have that hot elf in the car waiting for him when I get out of here? Oh, trust me, I know you don't. <laughs> Paul's got on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, that is not true. Just so we know. Hence the divorce thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we know what she's getting you for Christmas this year. Right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Five hundred dollars. So, do we want to go into our most memorable memory, Christmas memory? I, I was going to actually call it poignant memory, but I couldn't spell that when I texted it to you guys. <laughs> or, you realize the phone would have spelled it for you if you just tried. You've got you to get si kind of sort of close. <laughs> um, do we want to go into that? Or would you guys like to receive your Christmas presents? Um, memory. I do, oh, I, I do like my Christmas memory. What do you got? I hope we caught that. Alright. Now that everyone around the table has peed. Thank you, man. Great. So now we're going to stop again. No. Let's continue on with um, our holiday festivities. I believe the other half of the Christmas assignment was your most poignant memory of Christmas past. Because you can't use this year because Christmas isn't here yet. This is true. Almost. Alright. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, I'll go. I guess. Yeah, I don't know if you want guys. Yeah, I don't. All right. Most of my younger Christmas uh, memories are kind of a jumble because uh, we had to go to multiple grandparents' houses. Um, you know, my mom's parents lived uh, about 40 minutes away, and my dad's parents lived down the street. But it, it was just open presents, run to one for lunch, run to the other one for dinner. Uh, my my the, the thing I hold on to the most is my love of Campbell's mushroom gravy. 
comes from my uh, grandmother's house because she always had that in a little tiny dish off to the side, I guess, because she liked it. Um, so, you know, that, that's about all I remember as a kid. As an adult, I do have uh, a very poignant memory, and I want to say this was 2002 or 2003. I, I don't quite remember exactly what year it was. I, I probably could look through my history and figure it out. But um, And I hate for this memory to actually have uh, be a memory that is not with my wife. Uh, it was actually with my ex-wife. And it has nothing to do with her, though, so I guess maybe that makes it okay. But uh, after we had bought our house, um, we decided we were going to have Christmas at our house, and all of our families were going to come to our house. It was the first time for either of us that had ever happened. So her family came to our house, my family came to our house. And uh, this was the last Christmas that I remember my father being healthy, because after that he got cancer. And, I mean, the last Christmas he was alive, because he died uh, a week after Christmas. Um, he was, you know, very skinny, and it, it, I mean, he sat at the table. He couldn't eat because if he ate anything, you know, the, the chemo made him throw it up, but he still sat there at the table with us all with a big smile on his face, just happy to have the family there. Uh, but it didn't didn't really feel like Christmas. Right. You know, my dad was my size, and he was skinnier than you mm-hmm. when he died. So um, so probably that was my the, the year that they all came to our house because my parents had never, you know, they didn't even know I could cook or anything like that. That's something I, I acquired after I, I grew up and moved out of the house. And, you know, they show up to, to brine turkey and peach bourbon and pecan sweet potatoes and all this crazy shit that I came up with. And uh, That sounds pretty good right yeah, now. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was a fantastic meal. Um, I think my first glass of wine was at 7 a.m. and my first swig of bourbon at 9. As I <laughs> used those things in cooking, there was a lot of alcohol in all the food as well. Uh, it was just a great spread, and having both families there, because that didn't usually happen, you know, right. at a holiday. Uh, we would usually go to both houses. To have them all there, uh, kind of, also being the, the the shepherd of the Christmas celebration, which is not something that had never happened to me before, uh, was just a fantastic memory. And, you know, even though uh, Crystal and I later on got divorced, I mean, I'm still, her, I'm good with her family, you know, they're they're great people. I like them, and they're always happy to see me. I think <laughs> her, her <laughs> mom would talk to me about you know the latest TV shows. Her dad's a geek, so I mean they're, they're good people, you know. And uh, it was nice having them with my family, just having a good time. Nice. And even though I, I, I started early, I did not get up. I was not shit faced by the time they all. That was good, but I was in a good place. <laughs> That's perfect, corpse. Wow. Uh, well, I, you yeah. could have gone first. That's true. Right. Trying to let everybody else go first. Uh, memory as a child. So, I told my uncle that I wanted this, uh, this red bike for Christmas. I kept mentioning it to him, mentioning it to him, and uh, Uncle promised me that he would get it. So I'm all geeked for Christmas, you know, ironically. So Christmas morning, I wake up, I go running downstairs, and and what do I see? See my uncle Fresco shot dead under the tree, and uh, no bike. Your uncle was dead under the tree. I'm fucking with you. It's a story from a movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, I was like, movie. My Blue Heaven with Steve Wait, Martin what? and Mike Moranis. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're all like, wow. <laughs> just, just, uh, I'm sitting here like. Did I, did I hear that right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, these are your favorite Christmas memories? <laughs> hey, it doesn't have to be favorite. That's I really, what to really be didn't like that, Uncle, anyway. So. <laughs> uh, wow. 
That was great. Yeah. yeah. So oh. was the putting me on the spot thing part of the whole? That was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. When I texted you about that, because I was wondering if you'd seen the movie, so you would know if I what I was talking about. And when you had, and I was like, oh, that's perfect, because I'm <laughs> I wasn't sure if the two of you had seen the movie no. either. But I was like. Because I just remember watching this thing and Steve Martin saying this this story, and I was like, man, that's when you said when you said that about the fan, I was like, oh, I gotta use that <laughs> just to see the look on everybody's face because you're all like, what? what? <laughs> I, 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 I thought I heard you wrong. Yeah, I was like, jeez. Oh, shot down under the door. I'm like, what? What? I forgot he said he was gonna do that. Of course, right. he's a serial killer. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll get serious for this. Um. My father's birthday is the 23rd. It's, he he's always bits about it because he never really had a birthday party. It was always, well, go take a present from under the tree for Christmas. Christmas present that'd be your birthday present. So we always incorporated his birthday around Christmas. Um, so my father worked for the city. He was a police officer uh, for the city of Syracuse. Worked for 17 years. Uh, was injured on the job. Used to work for the Mounted Patrol. They were breaking in a horse that they had acquired, and uh, what they do—like you do, right? And, and basically, what breaking in a horse is is you, is you ride the horse as hard and as fast as you can, and eventually the horse just gives up and realizes that I'm gonna you, you're you're gonna be able to ride the horse. So it's kind of like dating. Pretty much. <laughs> so you, you're the You ride her till she bucks her. You don't ride at all. <laughs> so. My dad is out riding the horse, and this ties into the story, but my dad's out riding the horse, and they're getting ready to end the day. So they're like, okay, we're going to take the horses, and we're going to push them really, really hard back to the barn. And they had a police barn out at the fairgrounds. So they're running the horses, they're running the horses, and the horse sees something on the ground. Don't know what it is, but the horse takes a hard right in front of this thing, and my dad continues to go straight. Threw him right off the horse. He landed in the sitter position. Ow. Broke a bone in his lower back, broke two bones in his neck, and the only thing that saved him from being paralyzed was the fact that my brother and I had got my dad working out with us. We would go to the gym. It's now, I don't even know what it is now. It used to be like some uh, indoor throwing place down on uh, Taft Road as you're heading towards Northern Boulevard, right by where uh, Jeffrey's Auto Body is. It yes. used to be right in that area. Those, those, those four, five or six little shops down by where... Uh, was at Yamaha Motors down in that area. So there was a place on that we used to go and work out. And we were had been working out for, I don't know, eight, ten months. So my dad was in pretty good shape because he would go with us every day. My brother and I worked out every day. He worked out for football. I worked out for baseball. So we were in pretty good shape. And they said that was the only thing that saved him from being paralyzed from the waist down. So he's always been thankful for that. So fast forward ten, or, ten years or so, we decided we're having, my dad's turning 50 years old. So we decide we're going to do something special for him. My dad had a horse that he always loved. It was the only horse that he ever really rode when they were out on the patrol. Not on patrol, I'm talking about when they, um, when SU basketball was in the finals against, against Indiana and lost. They were on the mountain patrol up at SU Hill up on Marshall Street. Um, my dad got hit in the head with a bottle. Somebody threw a bottle, hit him, knocked him out. The horse never moved, and the horse protected him the entire time. If wow. people got close, the horse would, would back would back away, would bump people out of the way so he didn't get, until another person could come over and revive my father. So he always loved this horse, and uh, when he was uh, hurt, he couldn't run the horse anymore. And then eventually the horse, they put it out to, uh, to pasture. Well, we were going through 
the Syracuse Police website, my sister and I, because we we're trying to find something for my dad, and uh, came across a picture of my dad on the horse. So my sister's like, I really want to get this picture, but I don't know how to go about it. I said, well, what I'll do is I'll email the city of Syracuse, and I'll see if we can get a copy of it. And I emailed them, and they were like, no, it's perfectly understandable. I'll tell you what, you come down to the, to the police station, and we'll give you the actual cop, the actual picture, and you can have it. I was like, okay, fine. That's, that's great. So I went down and picked it up. What we did was we put it in a frame. And I don't remember what the frame says. My dad still has the picture. I still see it every time I go over to his girlfriend's house. But for his birthday, we had a huge party. And we incorporated Christmas. So it was my aunt had come up from Virginia. My uh, grandfather and grandmother all came to my dad's girlfriend's house. And we had a whole bunch of people there. It was me and my brother and, and family. And if you don't understand, my brother and probably don't get along at all. They haven't got along in years. But for this day, they, they were there. They were under the same roof. And they were cordial. We waited till the very end of the party to give him this picture. It was me and my brother and my sister. We sat down next to my father and gave him the picture. And I've never seen my father get emotional, but he cried when we gave him the picture. And I'm crying now. So that's my that's my memory. Hey, you need a minute? Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now, Jack, this better not start off with, I really wanted this BB gun. Wow, two great stories. My favorite, I would say Christmas memory, I would say. My grandparents growing up um, had two houses. Um, they had a cottage and a Christmas house. So um, now they're down to one house, and my grandma actually died this past uh, September. It, but um, every year, though, we would go to this Christmas house. This was my mom's parents. I never knew my dad's parents, so this was my only set of grandparents. Uh, we would go to this Christmas house, big white house. Um, you'd see the snow falling. Every time we would go up to this house, it was awesome. Grandma would welcome us in with open arms, had this nice um, spread out, all sorts of food, ham, mashed potatoes, everything. A 12-foot Christmas tree decked with lights and ornaments. Smell the pine and cinnamon in the house. The two best smells in the world. Um, I just might just see my grandma's face lighting up. My grandpa, we he would have major out. Um, he built it himself. He um, carved the um, figurines in it too. And you're always looking for baby Jesus. And you're wondering where he was. He was never there. He would always be in the manger on Christmas morning. My grandma always was like, can you help me um, set up Christmas dinner? And I was always willing to help her out. I went in the drawer, I found baby Jesus. <laughs> my Wait, are you saying you ruined the Christmas tradition? <laughs> Basically. That's your memory? <laughs> no, that's not. But my grandma's like, put that back. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But um, no, we would um, wrap the pre um, we would put the presents under the Christmas tree. We would open the family Christmas presents. And um, this was a, a great house, three stories. It was awesome. We would go up the stairs through a glass door. Um, we would see a guest bedroom, and then my sister, brother, and I would sleep in the attic, um, wait for Christmas morning, and um, I swear on this, um, I was seven years old at the time, I saw a red light in the sky. I was like, is that Anna and Rudolph? I don't know. But my dad just smiled at us. We're waiting for Santa Claus to come, and we're waiting for Christmas morning. It was just great. Like, this Christmas house, was, it was just magic. It was, it was um, in Rochester, where my grandparents are from. And you would try to sneak downstairs the next morning to see your Christmas presents because we all did that. 
you could not sneak down quiet in this house. Every step you took, it was creak. My brother and sister were getting older, so they, um, they're four and five years older than me, so I'm the youngest in my family. They were done sneaking down. They wanted to sleep in a little bit. But I'm still young, and I'm trying to sneak down. Everyone's asleep, I'm thinking. I feel a tap on my shoulder. That's my grandma. Oh, she's sneaking downstairs with me, and she's like, let's see what she got. I'm like, should we go back to bed? And she's like, no, we can sneak down. She made me some hot chocolate, and we just sat there, watched the sun come up. Um, just being there with my grandmother, um, God rest her soul, she was 90 when she died this past uh, September, but she'll always be my buddy. Uh, we have, um, we're Irish, and we have uh, eczema for our, our skin. We get eczema for sometimes. I know, but we're scratch buddies. We always said we were our scratch buddies with each other, but my grandma and I were very tight, and my Christmas memory was always that Christmas house. And my grandma just being together on Christmas and just being with one another. I love that. It's a very nice memory. Yeah. I was a little confused when we got into the eggs. I know, but I know. I, I know you're like, what the hell? You I, have to throw a little funniness. It's not like the other. Dude, I, I don't know what you have, but you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Exactly. <laughs> at this point. Okay, my Christmas memory is two Christmases ago. Um, the kids actually were sleeping in, and uh, my wife wakes up first, and she pulls the, the blankets back. And just immediately, just no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, see, I just felt that, like is, I needed to break your, that. Is, is that your once a year? Yeah, that was the <laughs> one time <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh dear. No, I just I felt like I needed to break the the emotional tenseness. Yeah. Um, but no, because mine is actually also like a bittersweet memory. Um, it was probably eighty four. Five, we were living out in the sticks, but in Weedsport, and uh, there were plenty of gifts under the tree. And I remember going through and unwrapping. And I was having a blast, having a great time, um, thanking Santa. Did anyone else do this as a kid? You thank Santa Claus, and you like look up at the sky like he's Jesus or something. No, think, no. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just fucking weird. Okay, you and Andrew, because he said he thanked Santa too. Okay, See, like different times in the yeah for the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think I was unwrapping the uh, the Imperial Cruiser, the the three winged, yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. and um, we're culminating our Christmas, and my mom and dad are there, obviously, just sitting in the in the living room, and um, she said something to me, and I realize it looking back now, but she looked very sad, and uh, she says to me, you know, I hope you had a good Christmas. I'm sorry there wasn't more, and that's kind of when, like, reality hit me and I realized we were poor. Like, I mean, you, you're tying everything together. I mean, that's just kind of when real life kind of slapped me in the face. And I realized, like, apparently that's not how it was for everybody. Especially now growing up and talking to how other people have had Christmases and what their Christmases were like. And, um, it's just really made me thankful for all the <clears throat> I'm not going to get the out that Corbs got because I'm not going <laughs> to pause it for myself. Uh, it really makes me thankful for all the, the sacrifices that my folks made for me where it came to that point and now 30 years later uh, getting the slap in the face and realizing that we were going without and I never realized it. 
holy shit, this is a sad episode. <laughs> um, well, don't worry, I'll be able to bring us back out on the phone. Oh, I, I appreciate that. And then remember, there's presents, too. Oh, um, So that's that's my most poignant memory, and that's why I, I stated it that way. Sorry, Jack. No, just the <laughs> being together with families, like, that's the best thing. Like, just seeing somebody, like, their face light up and even like I love giving more than anything just seeing their face light up when they get that gift and oh my god like your father got that picture like just seeing people's faces just light up it just gets you 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 know I, I understand where you're coming from obviously we've talked about I, I don't know about YouTube but I think we had similar you know upbringings and I, I didn't really notice it either and it's funny because I don't know if you feel this way like you've managed to give your kids what you weren't able to to Undoubtedly, and that's, that's yes. a, a point of pride. Um, I, I know that I've struggled with that my whole life. I mean, we all know, well, most of us know that, you know, I, I have a period of my adulthood where not a whole lot of forward momentum happened, <laughs> you know. And, uh, I mean, this year is a kind of a big year for us, and my wife didn't really understand it. Um, but this is the very first year. Not that they haven't had good Christmases, and the past couple of years have been good. But this is the first year that everybody is getting exactly what they ask for. Usually, and how somebody, awesome is that? Yeah. You know? Usually people give a list, and there's like a big thing that they know they're not going to get, and then they give you a bunch of small stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Avery, you know, of course, is getting some small stuff because she's a kid. She doesn't understand the concept of big gifts. But everybody else, I mean, there's still a couple things, but we got the big gift on everybody's list, including my wife and myself. That's awesome. You know, and that's just through a combination of hard work, you know, building my, my credit up from nothing, trying to get to a point where, because, I mean, you, you can't do that without having to pay it off next year. That's just right. Like, but that, that's kind of how like, you have to get to that point where you can start making purchases like that. That's how people end up with boats in their retirement. It's right. not just because they're loaded. It's because they played the game properly. And, yeah, this is the first year that, you know, everybody is getting the top ticket thing on, on their list. And I just, my wife is like, oh, I can't believe, you know, we're, we're spending all this. I'm like, but but this is this is a point of achievement for us, right? right. Because you know, we also. can now, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it's not. It's still not a ridiculous amount, right? It's not like you're doing nuts. Yeah. No. Yeah. But just yeah. And <laughs> some of the, some of the things <laughs> some of the things are used and things like that. But uh, we still manage to pull it off. That's awesome. And to go to both saying is you know you don't realize that when you're a kid that you know you're you're poor, right? Or mm -hmm. you're lower middle class even for you know. But you're right. You know, you don't realize that until you're a father, or in a or in a relationship with a parent and a child. You don't realize that what your parents sacrifice for your yeah. for your kids. And you know, I, I've realized that being a single parent, that you know, you everything that you want, you put on hold, and it's it's all for them. And I understand right. what you're saying about you know finally being able to to get that big gift for their for your for your children. I mean, you have more kids than I have, so I understand where, for you, it's a little harder. For me, I was able to get that big gift for my kid. You know, of course, he wanted five of them, but, <laughs> you know, he wanted, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And, I, you know, I, we had to pick one and go with that one for his big gift. And we were, it's it's nice to be able to do that, and it makes you feel, it makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And I agree with both of you. It's, you, don't, you don't realize that until you're a little bit older that your parents sacrificed, and you even sacrificed things that you didn't even notice. Yeah, we, we didn't know we were sacrificing at the right. time. Because, and, and it goes to the point where if you don't know that you're sacrificing, you don't know you're sacrificing it, because in a lessons, you don't really need it. If you don't have right. it, you don't really need it. And, I, and and this, you know, this will bring it up, but losing my job five years ago got me to that point again. Because when I was on a fixed income, if I didn't, if I couldn't afford it, 
didn't have it. I didn't need it. What, yeah. And I, I come to a point now where I've got the money to get what I want, but if I don't need it, I don't buy it anymore because it's just something that I don't have to deal with, do. I don't, I don't need it, so I don't buy it. And if I want it, I can, I can go out and pick it up if I want it. So I've, you know, it, it lose my job brought me back to that, that place. And it's, you won't lose your job. No, no, no. Losing my job a okay. couple of years ago, five yes. years ago, before we went back, before we, before you and I actually met. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my job and we, we went on back to school. I realized that, you know, if I couldn't afford stuff because I didn't have the money for it, then I didn't need it. And I, I still live that way now. So. Merry so, Christmas, everybody. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> and a happy new year. All right. So I'm leaving mics on for this because okay. I want you guys to. To tell the audience exactly what I've done. <laughs> oh, oh, we plan on it. Don't oh, worry. No. He's, he's dropping his pants. No, I'm not. Is this that uh, virtual reality you thing? You call that a Yule log? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. Okay. Now this is just a small token. It's just something I thought. You know, it's how I That's am. That's what she said. That's for you. It's a small token. Exactly. There are. <laughs> For Jack. Just Jack. (laughs) Just Jack. And for Corbs. Everybody got a little something. You can go around the table and unwrap it. I got you a hug. No, that's okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's in a bag from the children's place. Because I don't wrap. So don't look through it. Don't don't ruin it. (laughs) No, no, no. no, I was yelling at him. No, I'm just looking together. It's up to you guys. You guys can all open together or one at a time. Wait, don't have to ask this question, but is it all the same gift? No. So he opens his, it won't ruin mine. No, they were all thought of individually for everybody. Then go one at a time. <laughs> Do it one at a time. I guess he's going first, opening up his children's place bag. <laughs> oh wow! What'd you get, you? Oh shit! <laughs> the oh, Scarlet wow. Spider, Marvel Legends. This. <laughs> that is awesome. You might get a hug. <laughs> I don't know if he'll let me. That is so cool. Good. I'm glad. I was hoping you would. No, you're not. Nice. Give it to you. I'll go I got a thank you bag. Dude. <laughs> oh my god. A Nightwing action figure, which is probably gonna stay in the box. It's going to my desk. See, that's work. exactly what I was thinking. Is I thought it would be something you guys oh. can put on your desks at work. I really can't yeah. wait. Uh, thanks, man. You're welcome. I'm not holding that's your great. hand. No, <laughs> not that's, holding your hand. Well, it's not like Kevin Smith that says, thank you for not bringing a gun. Right. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. This, this oh, is beautiful. Is badass. I've been looking for like a Nightwing action figure. They're like over 60 bucks a piece. Well, that one's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh. was looking for the animated version of Nightwing, but right. it's fucking sold out everywhere. Exactly. I tried to find it for you. Thanks, man. Did you, you know that Ben Riley was my favorite? Yes, I did. So, okay. Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I guess I'll go on. You also noticing the theme on favorite characters here? Yeah. yeah. Kind of... Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh. It's an OP figure from Sons of Anarchy. I've been looking for this. Where did did you find it at Toys R Us? Yes, I did. All right. You just got to know where that, that aisle is now. Yeah, because I can't find it in there. But I was the other night looking for it. That's awesome. So Merry Christmas, guys. I, I just want to do a little something. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, man. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll be wrapping it back. Thanks. I can have all the wrapping paper back. And uh, unless anyone else has anything to address, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Jack's word address? What? Uh, exactly. I wasn't sure if we needed to go out on a high note. This is a pretty good high this note. This is amazing. I was actually going to read that tweet I found and sent to you. 
Please do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. we'll, we'll end the, the show with that. Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to send this to you guys, but uh, I don't seem to have your number in my phone corp, so okay. I thought I did. But Hint? Yeah. So, oh, okay. So my wife found this, and she took a picture of a computer screen. It was on a list of um, tweets that you will never be able to forget. And so this was a tweet from uh, Mustard at Nice Mustard. It says... Hot dogs were invented in 1936 by Lariat Hot Dogs when he accidentally dropped a bag of prize-winning pig assholes in his Dick Shaper machine. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Jesus Christ. We went from sad to amazing to like, oh, man. And on that note, Merry Christmas, everybody. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.